Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome to Draft Fest 2023. Mike Detillier along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. We'll take this to 7 o'clock tonight, and then uh, we'll have Mike Hawes, Deuce McAllister join us after 7 o'clock, and we'll bring you all the picks, wall-to-wall coverage to 11 o'clock tonight. And uh, so, exciting time of the year. This is the lifeblood of every football team in the National Football League. Um, I had a talk with Archie Manning this morning, Bob, and he's like, Mike, when's the first one you did? I was like, 1988. First one we did on location, we were at Martin Anderson's old restaurant. It was Archie yeah, and uh, I uh, and Champion, Larry Matson. We were at Champion yep. Square. And I'll never forget that first pick. It was it was Iron Head. And oh. his reaction to come on with this, man, thank y'all so much for having me on, but I should have been picked like 15 picks ahead of where I was. No, one thing with Head, he was always confident about things, but, uh, and we'll have the selections on with us here on WWL. Have a lot of information on all the players as they get selected tonight, and that'll start up a little after 7 o'clock. Bobby, it'd be shocking if it wasn't Bryce Young that doesn't get selected with the first pick to the Carolina Panthers. And we'll have a lot more to talk about with our Draft Fest 2023. And we'll go to news here on the Big 870. Welcome back to Draft Fest 2023. Mike, to tell you, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, previewing everything up to 7 o'clock, and then we'll kick it off. That's when the draft starts. Bob, give us your take on the 2023 well, draft. Mike, uh, before I get started with that, uh, I thought this was interesting, and I saved this because uh, the Who That Nation wants to know this. Mickey Loomis had talked to, uh, I think it was Good Morning Football, you know, on the NFL Network. And uh, Peter Scraggs, he's a senior writer also, I don't know, at Fox Sports. And he even said, the Saints are my team to watch in the NFC this year, and I appreciate the way they've done things uh, this spring. And obviously that was getting Derek Carr. And Mickey Loomis said, look, uh, we're not rebuilding. We might be restructuring, re- reworking, and reloading. So, Mike, uh, they don't take the approach that they're rebuilding. they still in that win-now mode, represent the NFC South, go to the postseason, you host a game, and, you know, who gets hot in the postseason? So that's the expectations with Mickey Loomis and the organization and when you look at this draft, uh, we as Saints fans know they have rarely uh, traded down out of the first round. With the 29th pick, uh, could this be the year? Uh, I would say probably the track record is not the year. But look, in most NFL drafts, we talked about this, Mike, analysts have 22 to 23 players ranked with a first-round grade. This draft features about 20 <laughs> prospects with a true first-round grade. It's possible that the player on board at number 29 will have the same grade as the player uh, New Orleans selects at number 40. Uh, there, I don't think there will be that much difference if you stand pat and you're not moving up. 
So depending on the situation, to trade down, it couldn't make sense to acquire an extra player, kind of two-for-one thing. And considering the future salary cap issues could help the Saints down the road. The 29th pick in the league hasn't produced uh, multiple stars as of late, to say the least. Only one player in the last decade, and he's kind of their version of of jack-of-all-trades if you do more than one uh, thing, Mike, return specialist uh, Cardell Patterson, uh, but I think that that was a big hit. It was the 29th overall pick, and he made the Pro Bowl going way back to 2013. If you go back 20 years, there have been only four Pro Bowlers selected with the 29th overall pick. To put it in perspective, no Hall of Fame player has ever been selected with the 29th pick since the 1970 merger. Mike, you got to go back to the Minnesota Vikings, and they selected Fran Tarkenton <laughs> with the 29th pick back in 1961. <laughs> when it was the first pick of the third round at the time. Uh, the reason why there are only th- 31 picks in the first round, you know, fans have asked me this, is, is because Miami Dolphins owner Stephen Ross was found guilty of tampering by the NFL in 2022, resulting in Miami losing his 2023 first-round pick. Since bringing quarterback Derek Carr over from the Raiders, I don't see the Saints right now drafting a quarterback with the 29th pick. Now, look, I would have no problem with the Houdat Nation drafting Hendon Hooker from Tennessee, but I don't think he'll be there at 29. You'd have to move up uh, to get him, and I think that's going to be the case. Mike, I think you might agree with that. Yes. Uh, Yeah, so looking at the Saints, have drafted just 22 quarterbacks in their 56-year history, which is the fewest of any team besides the six franchises that have expanded into the league since 1976. So when you think about that, uh, that's not the direction we've gone. Uh, New Orleans has made eight first-round selections in assistant general manager, college personnel, uh, Jeff Ireland's tenure under general manager Mickey Loomis, and six of those picks has helped build the offensive or defensive line. So, Mike, if you look uh, six out of eight, I think we're going big. If you look at the track record, uh, now in the years the Saints drafted cornerback Marshawn Lattimore and wide receiver Chris Olave. They, you know, you might think, well, that's a skilled player. But no, they also selected Ryan Rapchek and, and Trevor Penning later in the first round. So we still address uh, the big offensive-defensive linemen in those early picks in the first round. The one year the black and gold didn't have a first-round pick, they selected Eric McCoy with their top selection in 2019. That was 48th overall. So I believe that trend probably will not change, and they will go after alignment early, considering uh, when you look at last year, four of the top five Rookie runners. So you look at the running backs. Four of the top five rookie runners were selected in the third round or later. So does that bode well uh, for, for Bijan? I mean, he could be a special player. But when a lot of think organizations look at four of the top uh, five rookie runners last year were third round or later. With quarterback Derek Carr at the helm, I think the Saints are the favorite to win the NFC South. I don't think I'm being a homer on that. Uh, when you look at the division, the last several years, the team with the best quarterback has won the division in each of the last eight seasons. This is not an opinion. This is what happened. Tom Brady won it in 20, 21 and 22. Uh, Drew Brees won it uh, 17 through 20. Matt Ryan, the year he was MVP, they won it in 16. Cam Newton was MVP. He won it in 2015. So I'm saying we got the best quarterback. Yeah, we should win the NFC South this upcoming season. To show you, though, just how the quarterback makes a difference, only one game separated the first and fourth place finishes 
in 2022 of the NFC South. So if it's that close and they have that much parity, I'm glad we got Derek Carr, and I think that's where we have the edge over the other NFC South teams right now, considering the experience of Derek Carr. And that's why I think even Vegas looks at the Saints as the front runners to represent the NFC South next season in, in the postseason. Yeah, normally, Bob, they'll make a little adjustment right after the draft, depending on who selects who. Right. Because you got to, because you, you don't know about those guys. No one knows which team's going to draft what. Even NFL teams don't know what another NFL team's going to get. And there's a slight adjustment. But unless something major would happen in the NFC South, I think the Saints stayed a favorite. Well, Mighty, say the favorite. I was all worried about the whole uh, offseason, and now we know that's not going to yeah, happen. Lamar's not going anywhere. Yeah, I was worried about Lamar Jackson going to Atlanta. I go, that might change things. But, Mike, no, he is staying with the Ravens. Yeah, Bob, he agreed upon a five-year deal worth $260 million and $185 million of it guaranteed, making him the highest-paid player in the National Football League. Well, that sounds, it wasn't fully guaranteed. It's not fully guaranteed like, like Deshaun, he wanted. Like Deshaun Watson yeah. and all that. But come on, how he can't, that's um, multi-generation yeah. uh, money, generational money. Yeah, he, he won the Powerball today. Now, I, and I, so did the Ravens. Man, you're right. not going to get another guy like that. No, no. You're not getting another guy like Lamar Jackson. And, and, and uh, he got a big excited. They added Odell Beckham. And maybe roster. someone else tonight in round one to help him. Because that's football. one thing the Ravens, uh, nothing to write home about with their receiving court. Uh, it's been matzo, so matzo. that might be different in the future. Could be. And we come back after this break, we'll have our Jazz Fest code words of the day. And we'll go to break and we'll come back with more of Draft Fest 2023 right after this break. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Draft Fest 2023. Mike Detilia, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, will be taking you to 11 o'clock tonight. We'll give you all the first-round picks, commentary on all the selections, and certainly spending a lot of time talking about the Saints pick. And uh, I'm sort of willing to put down a few nickels that uh, that might be a move up uh, for the Saints. You ready to go party? Now's your chance to win a pair of tickets to Jazz Fest. Today's code word is Crawfish Monica. That's Crawfish Monica. Now go to WWL.com slash contest and register to win. 
It's that easy. Don't miss your chance to win Jazz Fest tickets. WWL is giving away a pair every day this week. All you have to do is listen to Tommy, Newell, Scoot, or us here on Sports Talk for the Jazz Fest code word or words of the day. And you'll see amazing artists like Robert Plant and Addison Krause, Ed Sheeran, Lizzo, the Steve Miller Band, Rebirth Bash, Brass Band, and the Revivalists. Good luck from Miller Lite, the official beer of Jazz Fest and WWL. Bob, it's not football related, but it is a Grand Slam home run for LSU's women's basketball team as they landed a commitment from former Louisville All-American guard Haley Van Lith, the number one rated player in the transfer portal. Uh, Haley last year averaged 19.7 points per game for Louisville. You talk about a big get for Kim Mulkey. And, man, um, you know, uh, how you always say it, rich get richer? Yeah, the, the rich Kim get Mulkey, richer. Uh, Really did a great job. Kim actually recruited Haley. At Baylor, right? When she was at Baylor, she decided to go to Louisville, got into the transfer portal, and basically told all the coaches, do not contact me. I know where I'm going. She took one visit to LSU, end of story, and now Haley Van Lith is going to end up on the LSU campus and play for the LSU Fighting Tigers women's basketball team. Yeah, then you're looking at expectations back-to-back, or at least to get to the Final Four. But uh, listen, uh, whenever you win, you're always going to have high expectations. And uh, obviously LSU winning a national championship uh, quicker than everyone uh, realized, even Coach Melke. But Mike, you had those kind of players, uh, well, hell yeah, uh, you should be right there again. Considering who's coming back and everybody and what you're going to attract, no, LSU women's basketball now is the destination. You know, you can look at UConn in the past or, uh, you know, like even Baylor when Coach Mulkey was there. Or you look at, like, Stanford, South Carolina, all that. No, LSU right now, if they're not the top dog, they're in the conversation uh, where players want to play. And then you t- throw in name, image, and likeness. That will be interesting to see. Uh, I'm sure they – Enticed her also with that uh, to come to LSU, but well, it don't hurt none, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but but good for Coach Mulkey uh, landing that because uh, Mike, it's it's much more than just recruiting future prospects. Give me a prospect that's been there, done that, and you got and, your and, name, image, likeness, uh, money. Well, well uh, and they look. It's not like she's trying to be a top college player. She coming is one. She is one. So uh, how can she not be successful coming from Louisville to LSU? Bob, a lot of talk. Uh, I did some uh, pregame or say pre-draft. Man, I'm so used to the pregame stuff, uh, Tennessee Titans. But there's a lot of talk in Tennessee that they're trying to move up to the third overall pick in the draft uh, to get Arizona's pick, which picks three, and they would target a quarterback there. Uh, They want to make sure everything falls the way they think it might fall. But if that does happen, don't be surprised to see the Titans. Rand Carthon now, you know, he don't win anybody anything in Tennessee. This is his show now. John Robinson's out right. as the GM. He's taken over. But, man, that's a lot of whispers that he is trying to get to the number three spot to get a certain quarterback. Would that be Will Levis? I mean, uh, I that- don't think it's Will. Uh, because uh, I was thinking maybe Will Levis could end up, but uh, if they stayed at 11. So it must be some other guy, Mike, uh, that, you know, if they move up to three. But well, I think they want to see what happens at two. Because, you know, Bryce is going to be the number one. But what happens at two? 
Um, what are the Texans going to do? What the Texans are going to do, or do they go Tyree Wilson, the defensive end from Texas Tech? There's been a lot of talk of that. I know, and I'll give credit where credit's due. Lance Zerline, two weeks ago, he's the first one that really ran with that. Lance, an old buddy of mine, um, you know, his dad was a longtime coach in this league. He has been scouting for a long time, just like me. And we did a, a show together, and he brought it up to me before the show. He said, don't be surprised that the Texans pass on that quarterback with the second overall pick. So, Mike, if they would move up with the third pick, is that like um, they would take C.J. Stroud or Anthony Bryce Richardson? Uh, would they take Anthony Richardson at three? They just drafted that type of quarterback who's a project in Malik uh, yeah, Willis. Malik, yeah, Malik Willis, but um, I, I think that they know by now he can't play. Right, right, right. I, I think they figured that out. We saw it. into the season, Josh Dobbs, they pull him off the street. Okay, he's working at some facility. Uh, and, he was, and he was the postseason quarterback for the Titans. And, and so he played down the stretch uh, for the Tennessee Titans. So right then and there, that told you. Uh, they had given up on it. They, they, they just knew this isn't going to work. They're willing to move on. But they want to see what happens at two just to make sure before they make that trade. So, Mike, would that be uh, – obviously you hear, uh, you know, when you have a disgruntled player or where they're going to end up. Is DeAndre Hopkins, is he part of this? Or, Bob, I'd be what? surprised at that. I don't think that Titans want to take on that contract. Okay. I, I'd be a little bit surprised. That's not what Rand has done. You know, because he's jettisoned those big contracts. He hasn't taken them on. He's tried to no, get no, rid no, of the, that. The one receiver they should have paid, he ended up with the Eagles. Yeah, that's what got John Robinson fired. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown, yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that got him uh, get to stepping uh, from Nashville real quick. And they, he got fired right after they played the Eagles. Man, A.J. Brown wanted to torch him. Right. He just wanted he to did. absolutely torch him uh, that particular game. So it is what it is. But uh, it's interesting now. There's been very few trades in the top six or seven throughout the last few years because the, the cost is so much right. uh, to get there. It'd be interesting to see what they would have to give up to get to the third pick in the draft. Well, just like what the Panthers had to give up to move to number one. Just a, and from eight to one. So, so they better have uh, whatever quarterback, uh, Bryce Young, or I think it will be Bryce Young and not C.J. Stroud, he better work out. Uh, Mike, no, it doesn't. If he doesn't work out, well, we don't care who that nation because that's, no, that's division. Carolina's problem. Yeah, right, right. As far as I'm concerned, we'll be back with more Draft Fest 2023 right after this break here on the Big 870. We're back here on Draft Fest 2023. Mike Detail, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Abair. Taking you to 11 o'clock tonight. We'll have all the first round picks, give you all our breakdowns of those selections. In round one, and we'll be joined by Deuce McAllister and Mike Hoss a little bit later. Bob, to me, three intriguing players in this draft. One is Jalen Carter, my number one ranked player in this draft class. He's got a couple asterisks next to his name because there's some issues there. But well, Mike, is there is there more than one issue than the the car wreck, or and then was there something else? My thing about it is. Knowing what's at stake, why you come in heavy for your pro day? Okay, that okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, is, is football priority or is he? And, and who is guiding him? Yeah, come yeah. on. Uh, Who's mentoring him? Yeah. At this stage, you you knew what was at stake, and I understand he may have been distracted with so many other things on his plate. 
But somebody there had to be in his ear about, listen, you got to look good here on Pro Day. I still don't think he's going to fall that far. Now. He still could be Mike, uh, uh, like, okay, uh, top 10. Like uh, oh, Seattle, no Seattle, no the five with the Bears. I mean, all I know is I want to say, like, Warren Sapp. Okay, he fell, I want to say, 12 uh, to the Bucks. I think he turned out pretty good. Uh, and, you know, Mike, he's like, oh, well, he is, has, we worried about what he's doing off the field. Uh, I mean, so, I mean, I guess you're rolling the dice, but I just don't see. Jalen Carr team, teams looking at him and say that all of a sudden he's falling to like the 20s or the late teens. Yeah. One of the things uh, Pete Jenkins didn't have a, a chance to tell us this story, but, uh, but I've heard it before. He reminded me this morning about it too. Um, Pete would get on him pretty good because he'd go work with the Georgia uh, defensive lineman. So this was uh, last summer. He's at Georgia working with the defensive lineman. And Jalen's up against his roommate, uh, who's a big 340-pound offensive guard. And Pete said, you know, he's sort of half, you know, what it, the drill. And he said he let the big 340-pound, who was a sophomore, kind of twist him and steer him around a little bit. And he said after the drill, he just popped his head, his hands up against his helmet like that and walked away. And he said, you know, man, I had enough of it. So he said, I went screaming at him, hey, what are you doing? And he should be dominating. He's like, but coach, this is just practice. Man, listen, you're not going to have you know what it in my practice. Right. Either you're going to give me great effort or you can go on the sidelines. And he said, you know, Jalen's deal was, coach, let, let me explain. He's like, no, I don't want to hear it. He said, get off the field. Get off the field and come stand by me. And he said, man, I, I knew I'd got underneath his skin a little bit. So he said after three or four more reps, he said, you know, get in there, Jalen. Show me what you got, kid. Show me what you got. And he said, Mikey gets on that field, and he said, you know, you raised around cattle. And he said, you know how them bulls are to hear that <sighs> come out of his nose? <laughs> and he was like, oh, Lord, I didn't set him off. And he said, Mike, they snapped the ball, and he picked this 340-pound guy up and body slammed him into the turf. And he said, man, every the whole everything, bodies just stopped watching. And he said, you know, he kind of <sighs> uh, wished past him, and he said, he's walking straight toward me. So he said, listen, I'm, I'm ready to give it to him. Yeah. And he said, he comes to me and he's like, uh, uh, Coach Pete, is that what you want me to do all the time? And Pete said, uh, yeah, Jalen, kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't, don't get him. And he said, man, you know, I was sort of scared for the kid that maybe he had hurt him. But he said, Mike, really, he didn't want to turn loose on his roommate, you know, and make him look bad. And he said, you know. God, God bless him. He was being soft-hearted there. And he said, man, I really got on him, but good. But he said, goes to show, you get on him, and he's motivated. Push the right button. Man, and he can just absolutely turn it on. And it doesn't matter who he's up against. Uh, he said he's that good of a player. Uh, the other guy is, is certainly Robinson uh, from Texas. And you think about in years past, they've only had six running backs picked in the top um, – Five drafts, six first-round pick running backs. Well, just look, even the, the running backs last year, uh, Mike, four in the top five, there's all third round or later. So produce. what do you do with Robinson if you're Atlanta? I hope he don't Philadelphia. No, I hope he don't go to Atlanta. No, I'll no. be honest with you. I hope he doesn't end up there. I hope he ends up in New England, somewhere like that. Um, yeah, there's, yeah. there's uh, been a lot of talk. Out of the NFC. That if he starts to drift a little bit, 
that Jerry would want to get him and bring him to Dallas. Well, yeah. Uh, well, Mike, if he all the grades, you know, when you grade all the players, uh, isn't he in everybody's, if not top five, top ten for sure, right? Absolutely. As far as talent. Yeah. And because that's really nothing he can't do. Now, Mike, I got a question for you. What about, uh, okay, consistent players and when you say like dominant player? Because if you're a top ten player, it almost has to be, now you can miss, but it almost has to be like uh, that, no, for sure I'm taking this player, he's contributing from the get-go. Like a Will Anderson versus Jalen Carter. Is Will Anderson more uh, the higher motor and you don't have to worry about uh nah, you ain't got to worry about motivating him. Okay. Uh, so, you ain't so, got to worry about motivating him. So, Mike, him. you would be shocked if, if Will Anderson is not highly successful in the NFL. Yeah. Now, people have tried to compare him to Von Miller. He's not that type guy. He he's more of a power player. Okay, not like because uh, Von, Von Miller, Miller uh, he, when he dips his shoulders, you think he's going to fall down, and he was able to get around those tackles, get sacks. Okay, if you've ever ridden a motorcycle in, in your life, and how you can turn that corner real sharp and sort of get low, right, and uh, not not fall, and not fall. <laughs> that's what Von Miller can do. Will's not that type of guy. More power. He's more of a power player, and then he eats up that ground with build up speed. And so he's, he's different from Vaughn. I've heard the comparison, and maybe they similarly build, but they're not the same player. Uh, Will Anderson is much more of a power player, and, uh, and I'll go back to Coach Jenkins. He said the only people that scare him is his four sisters. <laughs> he said, ain't nobody scaring more than that. And then four sisters get on him, and he said, man, he's intimidated by that, but nothing else. No, Will Anderson – is a pedal-to-the-metal player. He, he goes all out. You can move him around. If you saw last year, some of the things Alabama did with him was not always use him off the edge, but they would send him like in a stunt right up the middle. And and so, man, you have a quarterback. What's the worst thing you, ha- you can oh, no, have? Uh, right, do right your in face. your mouth. Oh, no, if you know what you're doing and you're going to hang there tough in the pocket – in fact, the guy's screaming off the edge uh, because if the interior guys can hold their own, you just step up and you might get hit, but and you make the throws, but it's all of a st- sudden they're in your face and it's not time to throw. Like all of a sudden they're there in a second and a half and the route hasn't even developed. Now that's the like A-gap and all that. that that's the worst quarterback's nightmare. Even if you're even a scrambler because they can have the edge guys trying to contain you. They're not. You could be a magician. You know, Michael Vick, Pat Mahomes and all that. But a lot of times, that's when it's hard to be successful or you you might understand how to attack a defense or where you need to go with the ball. But if you don't have time to do that, no, then you got to be able to ad-lib. That's when the Pat Mahomes and all, and maybe Anthony Richardson type in the future might be able to develop. Now, Mike, what about uh, – and, and you would think, uh, you on top of this, uh, I mean – I never really heard that much of him, I guess, because I don't follow Texas Tech uh, uh, football. But you look where he's ranked. Uh, two players I want you to comment on. Because you don't necessarily uh, think of a fighting Illini. You talk, go back to Dick Butkus. Uh, but I'm that modern. Devon Winderspoon. Uh, now, both these guys are top 10 talent. Devon Winderspoon, the cornerback from Illinois, captain. I heard he's an alpha dog. And then Tyree Wilson, even from Texas Tech. Okay, I'll start with So why is the NFL so intrigued and in love with them? Witherspoon is from Pensacola, Florida. 
And he went up and, and went, he up went to, to Illinois. Illinois. Whoa, why didn't he stay in the SEC? You thought you think he would stay <laughs> he here. Maybe got his best deal in Illinois. I don't know. Yeah, in Chicago. Uh, yeah. you know, but Champaign, Illinois. Yeah. Bobby, he's going to end up being the highest ranked player ever selected from Pensacola, Florida. They've had Derek Brooks. Emmett Smith. Emmett Smith. Oh, yeah. He's oh. going to be a top 10 pick. Now, you talk about a tough dude. Now, he's not real big. He's a five foot ten and three quarters guy. He got some swag, but man, he can cover. And you talk about he lays it to you. He's a really good open field tackler. He's aggressive. He finds the football quickly. Like I have, I have him maybe going even as high as six to the Lions. I mean, I've looked at a bunch of him and, mock drafts. Him and that, Gonzalez are right, in right, like right. a dead heat. Yeah, from on, uh, from Oregon. The quarterback on which from one of them will get selected first? But I mean, the crazy thing is, here's Witherspoon. From Pensacola, Florida, and he makes his mark in Champaign, Illinois. In the Big Ten. In the Big Ten. And not in the SEC. Whoa. Uh, so somebody missed on that. Well, he might have got recruited him, like you said, maybe that name image likeness. Maybe he had that name image likeness up there. Uh, yeah, it uh, might have been a little better uh, uh, up there. Uh, Tyree Wilson, he, Bob, he's on the all-potential team with me. He looks the part. I mean – if you would like to construct a defensive end, Bob, he's got an 86 and a half inch wingspan. He must have worked out great at the combine, though, right? No, no. he didn't because he, did? he had a, a broken oh, foot. Wow. And so, but man, he, and we're seeing him on television today. Man, if he comes off the bus, you like, I want that guy off the bus. It's kind of like Von Johnson and the Doll Patrol. If meet Von Johnson, you know, like <clears throat> whenever we always joke when you're playing a high school game and. You always want the bigger guys. You're playing a road game. You want them off the bus first. You're like, oh, look who we got to play. But here's a guy who's six foot six plus, two hundred seventy pounds. He was can, he a late bloomer? Why he ended up at Texas a, Tech? He's a bit of a late bloomer type guy. Um, he was a good to very good player at Tech. So but a lot you of see the potential, potential, and maybe that's what D'Amico Ryan sees. Uh, that I see that in him, and we I don't want to compare him to Bosa, but. Look how that defense kind of circled around But, Mike, the, Bosa tech, the Texans wouldn't take him second overall. Bob, don't rule that out. What? Oh, I, I, would some people say oh, the Texans are reaching too far to get draft a guy second overall because of potential? Uh, I'm just telling you, he's, you athlete, work out. <laughs> he's athletic, he's got potential, and maybe they think the upside for Tyree is maybe a little bit more than Will. And plus, uh, I would tend to trust D'Amico Ryan as a defensive player and coach. He's running that 49ers defense. I, I think he knows who can play. No, I trust him more <laughs> than Nick Serio, who's the GM there. Uh, right, right, right. Uh, man, Nick's made some some crazy right, picks. Right, so I would think if D'Amico Ryan's in on this, uh, he's because he, that's going to be a reflection of him and the Texas defense if, if he would go there and wouldn't work out. And it goes to show you how – that team has been in flux for so long. You like caught in the swirl of the tornado uh, in with the Texans. They've had one coaching change after another after another. You sort of have a feeling that this is maybe be a little bit longer run for D'Amico. So, so Mike, I was going to ask you, why, If okay, you probably talk to people in Houston on the radio, and D'Amico Ryan being a defensive coach, why all of a sudden you would think like, Okay, do they have the quarterback of the future? But they do have two first-round picks. Okay. Okay. And does one fall? Okay, I got or you. May, or they may be thinking about, you know what? Your boy from Georgia, Davis Mills, could he be the bridge? We pick Hendon Hooker. Oh, that, 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 that's a good point. 
Because you look at Davis Mills, uh, people say, well, why would the Texans go with Davis Mills? But, Mike, you know what? Coming out of Stanford, he's kind of overachieved. But if you look at it, the, 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 he's in between like 22, 32 of the I mean, quarterbacks in the NFL. When he came There's out of high school, wasn't he the top-ranked quarterback in the country? Uh, uh, and goes to Stanford, he, he left. Stanford. Where, where did he went to high school? He at? went to Great Atlanta Great Christian. Great Atlanta Christian. Yeah, where T. Bob and I went to high school. Yeah, and, and then he goes to Stanford, and it was Matza Matza. I wasn't crazy about him. But, you know, you can see he's got some talent. He's a little inconsistent, too but, inconsistent but, but, for me. But, Mike, he's an NFL quarterback. He's an NFL quarterback. He, he, I do he, give him that. He's one that could definitely, because supply the man, have a double-digit NFL career. Like Chase Daniel, without a doubt. Yeah, one way or another, either as a starter or as right, a backup. Exactly. We'll be back with more of Draft Fest 2023 right after this break on the Big 870. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870 and his Drive Fest 2023. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, And Bob, as it gets closer, I think I've always said this about, you know, in all my time doing this, there's two positions that's always sort of get elevated as it gets closer to draft day. The, the first two picks, uh, two rounds, I should say. Uh, offensive, defensive linemen. There are just so many people God made to right. build this, to play this game that are built like that. Well, now, it, it, I'll it, add it, cornerback to that now right. because of the way the game has changed. But big linemen, offensive, defensive linemen, there are never enough of them. You know, uh, now, you know what's crazy? When I still think, I look at Saints history and uh, Mickey Loomis and since uh, with Sean – it was amazing. Now, uh, one of them slid back because he got in that fight in Nebraska. But how dominant Carl Nixon and Teron Armstead were. Mike, if you go like the one they did in the NFL, oh, well, hell, they, they should have been a top 10 pick. You know what I'm talking about? Production. Look where we got Carl Nix and Teron Armstead. So you do see those diamonds in the rough. And obviously, I think with Teron Armstead, because he went to Arkansas Pine Bluff. And Jari. Uh, and, and Jari went to Bloomsburg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Mike, exactly. Look, at- but Nick's got into a little fracas on the campus of Nebraska, and it sort of dropped him. Yeah, yeah, he got a thing at some bar, and then he beat up somebody or something. And but, so but other than it, that, it dropped him because he would have never lasted that long. Was, that, was it a fourth round? No, it was longer than a fifth, fifth round. Oh God! I mean, and and, and who's dumb enough to get in a fight with that guy? Oh well, they, they, what? Pro- they probably that lost- guy. You talk about coming well, they, off they, the bus first. Well, they probably lost the fight, so I, I don't know. <laughs> so maybe they were. In, Intoxicated, so they picked on the wrong one. But uh, but anyway, when you look at um, potential and and obviously, if you're a scout, you go look at the competition, the bigger schools, whether it's the SEC. So you could see like um, the top like offensive tackle prospects, like a Paris Johnson. Okay, he played at Ohio State. So Mike, that's understanding. The one that's intriguing to me because I heard he could do it all is where Zach Street went to school. Paul, uh, I think his nice no, Polish Peter, name. Peter Skaronski. Peter Skaronski from Northwestern. <clears throat> He's played left tackle. He can play right tackle. He can play guard. He actually has worked this offseason out at center. Oh, so, Mike, got to think of the value of that. I mean, I have him, Mike, when you look at him, uh, top 12 pick. I, I even have him going to the Bears like a number nine. So uh, any in that category, I, I would be surprised if he wouldn't go in the top 15. Yeah, you know, one of, he was one of the names when I brought it up to D. Orlando Ledbetter that he thought the Falcons might have an interest in. He okay. said it wouldn't make the Falcons fans happy to pick a line. But, right, right. But, you know, you got a young quarterback and, and that sort of thing. But Peter Skaronsky, when you watch him play, uh, you think about it, Bob, it's been – It's going to be two first-round picks the last three years from Northwestern. Rashawn Slater, a couple years ago, he stepped in with the L.A. Chargers, starting left tackle for him. From day one. From from day one. So, man, and he he knows it. And one thing with Skaronsky, no matter what you throw at him, he gets it. So, Mike, when you look at the SEC and and staying on the uh, offensive tackle, you know, I'd mentioned, um, you know, Paris Johnson Jr. But looking at what is your take on, like, uh, Broderick Jones, over the tackle from Georgia, and Darnell Wright, the tackle from Tennessee. You know, uh, Darnell, uh, I saw him play a lot. He played left tackle to start. Then he got kicked inside to guard. Then he played right tackle. Man, if you watch Alabama play Tennessee, what did Will Anderson do go up against him? I don't Nothing. think he did anything. <laughs> right, right. He stalemated he got Will Anderson. Uh, man, Darnell Wright... <clears throat> I put him on the right side and my strong side, and I'd run right behind him. Man, he is a big load. He's gotten much as a pass protector from a technical standpoint because he had to. Because now with Josh Heupel, man, you throw in the football a lot. Right. And you're trying to protect Hinden Hooker at that stage. Darnell Wright, I think, will be a top 22 pick in this draft. Um, kid from Georgia, you talk about an athlete. Man, he can move his feet. Broderick Jones. Broderick uh, is long-arm, quick-footed. He's got really good adjustment skills. I think he physically has to get a little bit stronger in the lower body. But, uh, man, nobody's going to really, I think, beat him with a quick move. It's going to be a power move with Broderick Jones. So, so Michael, uh, Mike, from a local perspective, what do, I think LSU is the first time in four years, I'll just be the fifth year, we don't have a number one draft pick, huh? And I don't think nobody's getting drafted in the first round from LSU this year. No, I, I think BJ goes early in round two. Right, right, right. But not first round. Though. No, but not in round one. Because you look at Stingley, you look uh, where he was with the Texans, and 
Wasn't it like four straight years that impactful player from LSU in the first round? And then you know that Jamar might be a, Chase that might a, be a pretty good gap after BJ too, of who gets picked next. Because at one time we maybe thought Kayshawn would go in round three. I think he's dipped also. Bob, don't be shocked. I think the guy that gets picked a lot harder than people think, Anthony Bradford, the, the offensive guard. guard. Yeah, I, he I has know, the measurables, right? Bob, I never forget Coach O telling me he's the best offensive lineman we got. Talking to Brian Kelly, he's got the best physical tools we got here along the offensive line. Okay, two different coaches making that comment about Bradford. But he had issues. Conditioning, weight. At one time, he was like 380 pounds. Well, now he's down to 340. Which listen, well, that, you don't want him hanging out with Zion, uh, they, and they're they going in New Orleans. <laughs> I mean, we don't want them hanging out together. <laughs> Did they mean that, uh, Mike? They wouldn't know when to quit uh, to push away. They'd ha- definitely have to have a mentor or guide in their diet. But what I liked about it, he kept his weight down from the combine to LSU's pro day. Okay, so a little discipline there. He showed a little discipline in keeping his weight down, and if he, man. Bob, he is immensely gifted. He's a really good run blocker. Now, the more weight he puts on, he tires out in games. He becomes a leaner, not a blocker. It's not, it's not, right, that's not good. And, and we see it sometimes with big defensive linemen, too, all heavy. Well, they well, sort Mike, of lean on you well, 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 in the fourth quarter. When you look at all these prospects and what LSU was able to achieve to win the SEC West, you got to give Coach Kelly a lot of credit. What? Uh, because it's not like, uh, well, yeah, you know, like at LSU, a football factory. Uh, and you want it to be a football factory, but as of late, the football factory is the Georgia Bulldogs. And Alabama's always going to be in that conversation. Bob, it's unbelievable what Georgia's put. That and Ohio State, too. Yeah, yeah, Ohio State. Oh, my always God. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, uh, you, man, you talk, I don't know what those recruiting coordinators get at Georgia and Ohio State. But they are, they've earned their money. Do you think we could go a draft without drafting an Ohio State player? No, uh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Somehow it seems like we're going to have an Ohio State player. Man, come I'd be to the shocked Saints. if they didn't have one in the round, first round. <laughs> right? It might be. You think about that. All right. those guys that they've gotten selected, most of them have been real early uh, picks right, right. in the draft. We'll be back with more of Draft Fest 2023 right after this break here on the Big 870. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.